Hi everyone, this is Samit from Chico Hospital for Cats and Bree here joining me again for another episode. Hi Bree. Hi guys. So it's been a while as always because we get busy taking care of kitties here and life is just getting busier finally again after a long COVID times but we're here for another episode and you know Bree during COVID times I always read here and there about adoption numbers going up you know people Mm -hmm. spending more time at home and uh, felt like they maybe can have more time dedicated to take care of these animals but recently i feel like that momentum is being lost what do you think about it um i definitely have noticed that personally just because i uh, i help rehome a lot of kitties uh, that maybe other people take care of anymore or little kids that come in as found kittens and uh, we've definitely been having a difficult time getting both adults and kittens adopted in the last month so yeah so and related to this because it's the month of uh, adopt a sheltered cat. sheltered cat the June the month of June we figured out maybe we can talk a little bit about the reasons why we should adopt a cat and then later maybe talk a little bit about how to choose the right cat that's uh, best fit for you sounds good all right so what do you think is the very first reason we could maybe adopt a cat um i would say that my my number one is just because you'll save a life um if you're adopting from a shelter you're taking that cat out of the system you know we have a great situation in chico where our shelters are um they are basically no kill um they don't kill for time or space most communities don't have that type of shelter um so when you're adopting that cat out you are not only saving one cat but you're leaving a spot open for another animal replacement that and save a second. Yeah, actually, that's a very good point. I was reading about this and you don't really think about it, but you, by opening up that space, you're already saving another cat that you're probably never going to meet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to think that chain reaction of goodness yeah. that you're causing <laughs> by adopting. That's a very good one. And it's just as simple as that you will basically save a life and give this cat a happy rest of its life. So uh, by the way, I might get a little bit of reaction for saying this because <laughs> okay. I'm sure some cat lovers are listening to us who might disagree with me but I always loved rescuing cats instead of paying for cats and I'm a big supporter of that and all my cats are in in one way or another rescues that needed help at some point Um, so this could be another reason you know instead of I know breeding cats are attractive I know they look cool I know they're special and rare and expensive but so many cats in so many shelters and I, I just wanted to say i'm a big supporter of that to to simply and this brings us to the next um one of the next reasons because it's more financially easy on you to get a cat from a shelter that already maybe has been neutered or spayed that already might have its deworming or first Mm -hmm. shots Uh, you don't have to go through all that and you're probably going to pay a very reasonable adoption fee yeah i mean if you go to any shelter a lot of times we'll have a little poster board up saying like you know cost of a spay cost of your vaccinations cost of deworming and kind of price it out and show you what it costs the shelter to do all that for this cat that you're adopting and that fee you're paying to adopt is not close to it so you really are um you know you're saving an animal but you're also helping half of it too uh, by not having to do that all often just straight out adopting animals bread which is stored not to start off with and not usually have that either so uh, would you say maybe one of the reasons if you rescue a cat is you get the right of bragging about it <laughs> i mean i think we all brag about our cats here a little bit and we could talk about the rubber right yeah for sure uh, what do you think about the the um, 
part of helping overpopulation by adopting these cats. I think, I mean, it's, it plays a big role because like you said, the shelters are going to fix those cats. Like I, generally speaking, but I mean, I know locally, if you're going to adopt a cat from any of the rescues, they're going to be fixed where you take home, which is then you're not contributing to overpopulation. You're not going to have to worry about being having babies, more babies, because cats can produce multiple litters in a year. Yeah, and some, you know, in some shelters, you have the option to foster the cat for a while too. So I like the idea of not giving a full commitment just in case how to see it's going to work out with your other cat or your household or the personality of these cats because you're going to have many options and if you do intend to adopt it's always good to foster too and then turn that foster cat into an adoption cat maybe yeah and i know to mention uh locally fur the friends united and rescue they are one of the places that does do that so they'll let you foster the cat in your home which opens up more space in their um, rescue but it also gives you an opportunity to get used to your kitty home make sure it works well and while you're fostering if they're too young that you also can like i said introduce them to your home where you're waiting for that spay appointment or that neuter appointment to get them fixed so um, kind of a win for everyone yeah and in the long term i know some people might be afraid about the financial part of commitment because it's a long commitment to get a cat especially a younger cat but i think in the long term if you do everything right as far as the continuous care preventative care it's actually pretty budget friendly for you Mm -hmm. to have a cat in your house i mean when you first get a kitten you're gonna get you're gonna have those initial kind of like startup costs (laughs) and then kind of throughout middle you know their younger ages middle ages you know it really tapers off usually it's just like annual visit your annual vaccinations and again when you reach your older years you're probably going to have a little bit more investment on it but you know i actually think that's a benefit though to having cats is that they live long mm-hmm. i mean we've got cats regularly coming here that are 21 years old which is you know me have had that long yeah it used to be much shorter but with all the technology improving and all the diagnostic tools yeah. we have now we can actually have them live comfortably for you know 20 years or more sometimes which really is mind-blowing to me too because i think in the past research shows they used to live somewhere between 10 to 12 so that's a huge difference there i remember growing up we had we always had just one cat in the household but we had several um and they all had passed probably about around 12 and it was from things like chronic kidney disease that you know just uh, weren't as treatable back then and so when i got cats back you know my first cat 13 years ago Mm -hmm. i didn't really realize that i had them 20 years which (laughs) is i mean it was a good surprise for me yeah (laughs) you could do that with the cats you adopt these days too because you have all these good um, technology and services at your service so nice long committed with a deep bonding could be a nice addition to your family especially people who are raising kids I think it's important to give that love for animals to kids too through that adoption and it teaches kids a lot of responsibility and how you accurate around ants too which is important and you let them feed them on walks or another litter box and you know it's fun to have a pet but it teaches them it's a responsibility yeah even even for a kid to gently pet a cat is something that you're teaching your kid instead of you know holding it from its <laughs> leg or whatever so you 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 already showing them that you have to gently approach this animal and and give care so what else do we have um well on a different note and uh, if you're not ado- or if you're adopting from a shelter it's not i know there's a lot of laws being passed currently um but i wanted to mention puppy mills because a lot of um more so puppies and cats but i mean there are people who breed cats as well um and a lot of times if you're getting a like a purebred or if you're buying from a pet store they're not coming from you know they're coming from a 
a background of like being bred. Mm-hmm. So adopting a shelter kind of shuts that practice down. Oh, like the practicing of well, yeah, breathing. the breathing. Okay, <laughs> I saw that look. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a good one too that I didn't think much about it, but that's definitely like one I said, of it pertains more to puppies, but in adopting a shelter in general, I think that's pretty pertinent. Yeah, and there is another reason that's my wife's absolute favorite fact that she brings up everywhere when she can <laughs> is that the fact that research has shown for cats to not only lower your blood pressure levels but also extremely help you to reduce your stress levels stress and anxiety yeah they say a cat purring can like really calm a person down i can see that i i definitely think it it does for me yeah i would agree with it myself too so yeah and i know there have been like more studies on animals in general just like and how they can contribute to you know keeping you active and healthy and you know you're depressed kind of giving you a reason for you know getting up every day and a purpose so i can help your mental health yeah or hospital cat domino which you guys can see pictures of him on our website chicocats.com he i think he's one of the loudest purring cats i have ever seen what do you think he i i would yeah probably top two <laughs> yeah well, you so have like, one yourself <laughs> i feel like there's been maybe one or two have come through the hospital at some point but i'm like he you can hear him across he has like levels he's got like her and then his loud purr and then he does his chirp so yeah yeah we should Almost. record it one of the time hey that's a people. great idea we can record it for a podcast and people intense. can listen to it it's, yeah it is intense maybe <laughs> if i'm able to i'll add at the end to the end of this episode a little domino purring sure. yeah <laughs> yeah so uh that's one thing that's proven to reduce the stress physically but we should also mention for mental health like Bree said for people maybe that live uh, alone or people who've been going through some tough times especially with i mean just in reference to covid you know a lot of people yeah. had such a change of lifestyle and it was really hard for them to stay home and not see friends and not see family yeah not be able to go out and be social i mean having that animal at home as a canyon was you know a great thing for a lot of people a stimulation basically yeah. right yeah and that's why i sort of wanted to also make this episode because like i said in the beginning covid made everybody go to shelters and adoption rates went off the roof when you had almost nothing else to do but i kind of want this to continue not just for us when there's when there was covid to to do this but continue to do this if you can even when you're slowly going back to normal life and hopefully people will realize the benefits that those you know pets brought to them life during time you know talk about it to friends or co-workers and yeah. encourage them and tell them yeah benefits of adopting a cat has brought to their life so let's say one of our listeners right now listen to this gets really fired up and inspired and wants to head to the shelter after finishing this episode what should they look for or how can they choose the best cat that's gonna fit uh, their lifestyle and their family well i think you need to first kind of look at like you said your overall lifestyle like what is your family life like do you have kids do you have other animals are you home a lot do you travel a lot um, and that can kind of sh- i mean like you know if you um if you're traveling a lot if you live alone if you have adult kids um, that might be better than an adult cat so um, let's say you're traveling a lot do you think an adult cat is better i think so because they i mean once they kind of get past that i mean I, my cat kind of settled down after a year person i know some kind of go on for a little bit further but you know you get like a four or five year old cat they're usually pretty content to sleep a lot of the day or even i mean better yet rescue a senior cat i mean they're very happy for a lot of pets good food you know a little bit of playtime but you know they're mostly content to just sleep a lot just take naps all day take long naps in the sun you know they would be happy to spend the day sleeping on the couch and when you get home get lot rubs and attention a good mm-hmm. dinner and i think you know that'd be a really good fit so kittens may be a better option for people who spend more time home i would say yes just because you when they're that little you don't want them to have free room in the house either you mm-hmm. know and you bring home like a two month three month four month old kitten like they're wild i mean just in terms yeah. of like they're very adventurous they're, <laughs> they're jumping party 
beings. They're, <laughs> they're investigating everything and you need to keep an eye on them. There's a lot of stuff they can get into that you wouldn't even think about until it happens. Um, so being present is really important um, when they're really young. It's funny when I watch, well, I, sometimes we foster kittens too, but sometimes it's funny to watch. Um, they uh, jump around and run and do all this mischief and then five minute nap is enough to recharge all the <laughs> energy and they're back to it again. Well, that's like Archie, the little kitten we have adoption up for adoption right now. She's nine weeks. Super playful. I mean, we had her out this afternoon. We just had a pen on the counter and she was just going crazy. And I mean, before we knew it, she was from one side to the other and we're all running after her because like, we're like, how'd she get to the other end that fast? You know, there's like four of us there and all of a sudden she was out of all of our reaches. <laughs> but we got her. She's good. But that's <laughs> so, so what I mean with kittens are, they're just so adventurous. So you know, yeah. just got to keep an eye on them yeah. 24-7. Uh, so age is definitely one of the first things to look for depending on your lifestyle. What else do you think is important when you walk into a shelter for a kid? Um, I would say finances are a concern as well. I mean, depending on what you financially afford, like I said, perhaps adopting an adult kid or an adult cat who has already, you know, got all their vaccinated, has been spayed and neutered, um, is something that's feasible for you. So then you're just going to probably be worried about annual visits, making sure they're healthy. And then you have your two main vaccinations, which mm-hmm. one is only every year mm-hmm. and the other one's every three years. So uh, that might be a good consideration. You know, if you have the generosity in your heart, adopting a senior animal with more health concerns, maybe medications, trips to the vet, blood work, you know, the main gift to give, uh, but definitely something to think about. Fine. Yeah. And more dedication on your part to follow up with all that. And being able to, I mean, medicating a cat is not easy. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Depending, depending on the cat. Depending on the cat, depending on the med. <laughs> <laughs> can get really challenging, even for us, people who work in this field. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so, okay. That's, that's a very good point. And uh, would we maybe consider the sex as far as male or female if maybe you have multiple animals at home and they get along with females better or males better versus, you know? I, you know, I feel like we get that question a lot. And personally, for me, I don't really see a huge difference oh, in really? my household. I mean, like, I would say my males are a little bit more possessive of me. Like, mm-hmm. they, like, follow me around a lot more and stick close to me. Um, but but I mean, does your boy cats who, you know, are attached to you more get defensive against the other cats and kind of like does that cause any kind of problems not usually frankie likes to just he'll follow me around everywhere but he's not he doesn't really get anybody's faces okay all my cats are pretty independent too like they all like to be near us and they all like to be like they don't have a problem being near each other but all of them aren't like cuddlebug one they like can fit seven on a bed but they're not all gonna be like <laughs> on top of each other <laughs> So from my experience with my own cats, uh, I have four cats, two male, two female. One of the males, Figaro, he, it's definitely harder to introduce another male to the family for him. He kind of acts like this alpha cat in the household. And I know researchers always like to say that's not the case with cats. That's more like with dogs, you know, having Mm -hmm. one that's leading. But I certainly feel like he is, you know, he's the one that always eats the food first and the others wait for him to eat. He's the one that gets the best cat, cat tree spot and the others watch him taking that nap and wait for him to get down so they can sleep there so he is very defensive to other male cats and it took him two three years to stop you know a little bit harassing mr kitty mm-hmm. and finally now he's fine he accepted there's another cat in the house but mr kitty is pretty laid back he's very laid That's back even said, then yeah. he was not very happy to have another male in the house versus when i took tater home or china the other girls he immediately warmed up to them so i had this one cat that i know it's not 
generalizing to all the cats yeah. like you had a different experience but I guess if you know you have a strong personality, personality cat like that you could make your choice like like my next cat I can tell you if figure is still around is definitely gonna be a female yeah. <laughs> in the back of my mind I feel like it should be a female I will say that Frankie is my last male so any cats we've had afterward the females oh really and I don't purposely or just it no, happened to it me? just happened that way but I think he might be a little bit of a punk to anybody I brought home <laughs> to be honest yeah he just kind of has that attitude but I think he might be more so I think if I brought another docile male into the house he would be okay but if I had another male Strong. that was yeah. who was like wanted to stand up to him and be like number one I think might have <laughs> so this this brings me this brings to my mind the question that I get also from clients a lot they say I have a cat but I really feel like my cat needs a friend could that be a reason to adopt a cat you think yeah I mean especially I mean you hear a lot of people who have you know maybe a cat that passed in the home and they think their cat's sad or depressed which can absolutely happen you know they're used to having that companionship or that playmate and now they're by themselves um, so I think that it's a good reason to you know bring somebody else home and then sometimes you just have especially with kittens we always advise adopt kittens of two yeah. a lot of people just one but we're like two is really not that much work in terms of litter boxes or food and they just keep each other so well occupied when mm -hmm. they're that young because they like I said they're just so full of energy and then they learn to play with each other and they learn um, behavioralisms too like to correct one another so like when you have a single kitty and they play with you some just get bitey but when they have meals playing with them you know and they get that bite back they're kind of like oh, oh that's not that doesn't feel so good <laughs> yeah and the bonding between two kittens is always so much different than you know what eight year old cat suddenly getting another two year old yeah. cat into the household you see it but yeah I mean you see it sometimes yeah but yeah like litter mates or you know, adopting two at a time it's definitely they usually are always cuddled up together cute and do you have anything else um I don't think so. I would just say, like as Sam said earlier, you know, hope that uh, COVID and the adoption kind of spur has inspired everyone to need that trend. And there are a lot of great little rescues in Chico that are overflowing with kittens looking for homes and cats right now. So um, yeah, and we we do this podcast locally here in Chico, but I see people listening from all around the world. Mm -hmm. So wherever you are, yeah. it's probably the same case. It's not just here in Chico that shelters are over. Yeah, especially this time of year. Yeah, uh, perfect. So it's the month for adoption it's almost the end of the month we will publish this episode towards the end of the month but i feel like also we shouldn't get stuck into these it's not just june <laughs> exactly you can adopt a shelter cat 12 months out of the year yep exactly so go ahead and find that perfect cat for yourself and your family if you were sort of hesitating but then after this episode you're like uh maybe inspired hopefully <laughs> all right so if you don't have anything else to add for today this is it and uh uh, for the next episode we will be here again on chicocats.com slash podcast and thanks for listening have a great bye bye guys